ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. The crowd, the noise, the excitement, it could only be the World Championship of darts. And why is everyone so amped? Because 16-year-old Luke Littler was teaching his more experienced and higher-ranked opponents a lesson. Darts is often associated with pubs, and this kid isn't even old enough to drink. But this weekend, he'll make his debut in the Darts Masters in Bahrain. So... Who is Dart's newest superstar and how can he lift the profile of the sport back to centre stage? I'm Poppy Penny and this is ABC Sport Daily. Jack Skelton is a senior sports journalist with the BBC and Jack, before we get into Luke Littler's achievements, I want to first understand who is Dart's newest poster boy? So Luke Littler's a 16-year-old from a town called Warrington, northwest of England. There's a famous, uh, well now famous, clip of him throwing a dart, um, an electronic dart board when he was 18 months old. You're going to get me a 180. Go on then. So he picked it up very early on um, <laughs> and playing it home with his dad. Because I was seven, I just, my dad told me to stop playing football. I was like, I love football. But then obviously he's seen my game and that's when we thought, hang the boots up and this is where I am now. He's come up through the age groups, you know, when he was age 10, his club had to put him in the under-21s. You can see a clip of it on uh, YouTube of him making a nine-darter at this event when he's when he's 14 years old. And then, yeah, he arrives on his World Championship debut, age 16. He turns 17 in a few days and he, he takes it by storm. He gets to the final and he's beaten by Luke Humphreys in a, in a thrilling match. There's one. There's two. Littler produces a big one. Who is he as a person, though? Because he's a 16-year-old kid, but he's kind of been thrust into the limelight. What have we learned about this 16-year-old in this sort of two-week period that he's taken the world by storm? We've seen, and I think this is a quality that people really warm to him about, is that he's, he's so down-to-earth. He's talking about, you know, celebrating with kebabs and tango and <laughs> how he warms up for matches with uh, ham and cheese omelettes and pizza. And, you know, in between games, he's like, well, I'll throw some darts, I'll play some Xbox. He's, you know, he's, he looks and acts and sounds like a normal, uh, a normal kid. Look, you can't drink legally, you can't vote, you can't bet, you can't drive a car yet. How do you celebrate as a 16-year-old when you perform like that on the Ali Pali stage? What are you going to do? Um, probably just treat myself to a kebab. <laughs> get, myself, get myself some bottles of Coke, bottles of Fanta. I think that's what people warm to him. I think he's got a good sense of humour as well. That comes across in his interviews and that sort of like little bit of charisma that he has. Like I think he's just, just really down to earth. And, you know, his background as well, you know, he's, he's come up through the rankings. And in, in darts is a sport where, you know, with very limited resources, you can get to such a high level. And I think he's just very honest and very humble. And I think that's what really, people are really warm to. You touch on that sort of world championship run and he's absolutely burst onto the scene. Can you talk me through that world championship series? How did his run to the final go? 
Well, I mean, in the first game, he was playing uh, Christian Kiss. He won the, there's the Dart split into two quite a long time ago, and there's an now defunct BDO, and Christian Kiss had won that version of the World Championship, which wasn't, wasn't the sort of highest level when he won it, but, you know, serious player to win that. And Luke Littler just went through him, but there was, like, talk that Kiss might have been injured. And is this a night that will be looked back upon in years to come to say it was the start of the saga of Luke Littler, because he has all the ingredients to be a big, big player in this sport. It builds and builds, and then I think when it really stood out was when he played five-time champion Raymond Van Barneveld, and he just he just dismantled him. It was just one it was just one-way traffic. And the sensational 16-year-old is through to the World Championship quarterfinals after demolishing one of the greatest of all time. Everyone sits up, takes notice. He gets through, and he's through to the semi-final against uh, Rob Cross, who was the 2018 world champion. He actually won that on his debut as well. And I think that was the one where people, I mean, it was a semi-final, people were going to take notice. But Rob Cross was playing better at the start, and it was like, oh, okay, it's a step too far. And then he just, Littler just got on this roll, and he, he just destroyed him. He came back, and he blitzed into the final. And he finishes it on double ten. Luke Littler by name, but right now, arguably, the biggest name in world darts. Littler takes the giant step into the World Championship final, 19 days shy of his 17th birthday. He comes up against Luke Humphreys, who became the world number one through this tournament and has a great story himself, has battled a lot of anxiety issues where he wasn't sure he could play at the highest level. And Humphreys was brilliant in that final. He weathered the storm because Littler, again, was, I mean, it was, it was really, really high quality. And I think... Little was averaging over 100 in a lot of his, his matches. I think four of the six, he, he averaged over 100. That's a sign of a, of a world-class player. This was this was no fluke. He finds it, Lastar. And Luke Little opens up a two-set advantage in the world final. How has Luke Little's life changed since that world championship run? Well, I think you sort of can tell it easily by the amount of uh, celebrities he's getting in touch. So he's a man. <laughs> Fan. I can name so many, but I think the big one's David Beckham. He said, well done, once a red, always a red. And then Romeo, his son, who was at the darts. And then um, Rio Ferdinand, he wants me on his podcast. Um, he met Sir Alex Ferguson, who was attending a Man United game the other day. So he's had all that sort of attention from some, some of his you know, sporting idols as well. And then you get things like his hometown featuring on a on a BBC One show that um, like his, his kebab shop seems to be famous. Everyone <laughs> wants to be a member of his club, and you know, in, in a really positive way that he's seeing the shop that um, he, you know, he's been involved with and got his equipment from is doing really good business. There seems to be loads of kids wanting to get involved at his local club. Uh, I think he seems to be taking it all on his chin. I mean, he's asked about his social media following. He's, he's got over a million followers on Instagram, I think now. And it was like four thousand at the start of the tournament, and he's he's asked about it, and he's you know he says things like, "Well, I'm, I'm a teenager. I'm, all, I'm always on social media anyway." <laughs> so there's bits that I think he's sort of you know trying to take it in his stride, and seems to be doing so. And why not enjoy the chance to be in the box at Man United and meet meet some of your heroes? He starts his journey in the darts masters in Bahrain tomorrow morning, Australian time. This is a big deal for any darts player, but especially for a 16 year old. How do you think he's feeling? Um, to be honest, I mean, everything you you see of him and you read about him and how he conducts himself, I don't think he'll be worried too much. I think he'll just be enjoying the experience. John, the thing that 
that I've just gives me a real buzz about watching him is that he is loving every minute of it. This year's going to be really interesting for him. So with the, with the Bahrain Darts Masters, they play sort of um, lower ranked and local players in the first round. But then, you know, eight of the 16 people in it are basically eight best players in the world, and himself included. And then he's in the Premier League of Darts this season, which means he will be playing the seven best players in the world, basically. And, you know, he's going to be playing brilliant players at the top of their field every night, touring throughout Bahrain as it is now and throughout Europe between February and May I think he's proven through this world championship that he's not going to be phased facing those players I mean who's he got to fear really like Luke Humphrey's the world number one who beat him in the final it was it was close and you know I think if he can just remember that when he gets up on there on that stage when he when he's throwing he knows that he can go toe-to-toe with these players he's just about you know maintaining that level that he showed that he could hit in the world championship on a stage you've just got to Keep that level head. We've got three and a half fouls and just you know, screaming chants every leg, every second, but it's hard to focus, but I've got oh, it's helped me. I've got over the line the past three times. Do you think this recent run was more of a hot streak, bit of a fluke, or do you think that he really, really is this good at age 16 matching up with the world's best? I mean, lots of us, no one really knew his name outside, you know, a sort of more casual fan wouldn't know his name at the start. You know, he wasn't ranked anywhere in the top 100 and stuff. But, like, people that know the sport and have tracked him for a while knew he was a, you know, a serious player. And I think... I think you don't you don't average over hundred over hundred in that many world championship games and, and look that composed if you're not a serious talent. Steve Brown, the head of the Junior Darts Corporation, said he's the best teenage talent he's ever seen. There are people who are expecting Luke Littler not just to step up to the tour and give a good account of himself next year, but to win multiple titles. And it's because they've seen him do this stuff in youth darts. I think throughout that run, he proved that he had all the tools to go a long way. There's people in darts that have done really well at not this young an age, but similarly young ages and sort of fell away. But none of them were, were hitting the heights that he was. I know for those who play darts, it's obviously serious business, but for a lot of people... It's maybe something that you would do, you know, to pass time at the pub or you've got a darts board in your man cave or something like that. What has Luke Littler done for darts around the world in terms of its popularity and in terms of people taking it really seriously? The really interesting thing for all of us now is just, is where this can take darts because, you know, actually in, in the UK in the 1980s, darts was a really big sport. The, the you know, the record number of viewers is still the 1983 final when um, Keith Della beat Eric Bristow. Double 12 for the title. Luke Littler's final was sort of the like Sky Sports record, but it wasn't quite the t- British TV record. And I think the interesting thing was um, darts fell away from public interest here over time, especially through the 90s. And like for a long time, darts has sort of moved away from its image of that previous era where people were like drinking and, and smoking on stage, you know. And I think <laughs> Littler will help that. I think what's interesting is he can, he's proven that you don't need to have played it in pubs. You know, kids can go to darts clubs and other venues where they can play darts and you can get seriously good. He, over lockdown, you know, drilled himself and, and kept going and, and really built on his talent. And I think that will really inspire people because it is a sport that doesn't require a lot of resources. It's not a lot of, you know, financial cost to it. 
and you don't need to go to a pub anymore to play it. And so it can be something that's really uh, accessible for a lot of people. And I think that's what why the story was so big and what it really tapped into is that this 16-year-old down-to-earth kid who really, really practiced hard was able to prove himself on the, on the world stage. And I think that's where... That's the really interesting thing now. And that's what could really make the sport much bigger because it, it opens it up to that audience. And it is, it is a great TV sport. It's so gripping. There is no sign of this teenage dream coming to an end. Luke Littler sweeps aside another brilliant darts player with his own brand of magnificence. And the mental aspect of it as well is so absorbing that I think I think a lot of, there will be a lot of new darts fans, and it's now can sport itself keep inspiring them, and can they can they keep them hooked? Jack Skelton, it certainly makes me feel bad about not being in a world championship of anything when I was age sixteen. Thanks so much for your time today. <laughs> no worries, Poppy. Thanks very much. Headlines. The Australian Open rolls on and world number one Igor Sviantec has had a massive scare after being down two breaks in the final set against Danielle Collins. She made it back and powers on. As for the Aussies, a few exited the tournament overnight but were gallant in defeat. Alexi Popperin went down to Novak Djokovic. Jordan Thompson lost to Stefanos Tsitsipas and Chris O'Connell was beaten by Ben Shelton. While they'll likely be disappointed, they did all manage to take a set off their highly fancied opponents. And today, Max Mullet and Moustache Purcell pushed world number 11 Casper Ruud to five sets and a tie break in his second round match, but it just wasn't enough. Isla Tomlanovic and Thanasi Kokonakis will hope to buck that trend in their matches later on day five. Cricket and Australia are all out on day two, but lead the West Indies by 95 after a brilliant 119 from Travis Head. Driving, driving before, through the covers. It's 100 to Travis Head. For the visitors, it's been debutante Shamar Joseph who's been the star of the show. With his first ball in test cricket, he had Steve Smith walking back to the sheds and ended up taking five on debut. And if you want to know how happy he was with himself, yesterday he debuted with no gold chain. Today, gold chain, respect. NBA and California police have dropped their investigation into Australian star Josh Giddy's alleged relationship with a minor. The Oklahoma City Thunder guard was subject of an NBA and police probe after an allegation in November that he'd been in a relationship with an underage girl. Giddy has not commented on the accusation since they came to light. I'm Poppy Penny and this is ABC Sport Daily, produced by Jason Ford. Thanks to Sky Sports, The Sun Sport, the BBC, the Professional Darts Corporation and the British Darts Organisation for the extra audio used in this episode. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.